Welcome to Making Metric Easy, presented by Outlaw Technology. I'm Hans Dietrich. And I'm Brie Oaxaca. And each week we speak with companies in the trenches of the seed to sale process. Today on our show, we're very excited to have Megan Zaffaroni, Director of Compliance at G-Leaf, a multi-state operator, and Outlaw's very first client. We also have Dave Eagleson, CEO and founder of Outlaw, who spent a lot of time at G-Leaf, getting their input and feedback as we developed our systems. So welcome, Megan. We're, we, as I just said, we're very, very happy to have you here. And if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started in this industry? How long have you been in cannabis? Thanks for having me. I uh, started with G-Leaf almost six years ago. It will be six years in September. Uh, I actually was headhunted by the two owners, Kevin and Phil, long before they got their license in order for them to use my name on their application. So they talked to me back in, I believe it was 2014, 2015. So I've been going back and forth with them since then. And I was one of their first hires. So I have been here since day one in Maryland. And it's been great so far. Had you been in the cannabis industry prior to that? No, actually, I worked for a local municipality in Maryland as their horticulturalist. So I did all their landscaping work. Awesome. So, Megan, how did you get to know us at Outlaw? How did you uh, meet Dave? If I remember correctly, I believe Dave either emailed or ended up calling us and got a hold of me. And I then took his information to our general manager that we had at the time to say, you know, hey, this might, this technology might be helpful. These guys seem like they're, you know, they know what they're doing, that they're going to um, build us tools that will really help us with inventory and harvesting and keeping kind of data aligned. And I think we should check them out. And it went from there. Yeah, Megan's correct. It basically is one of those situations where um, just a little background on Outlaws for those of you who don't know. Um, when I started the company in 2000, late 2018 or early 2019, um, it was at the behest of Metric of all places. Uh, the CEO of Metric, uh, currently the chairman, Jeff Wells, frustrated that no one was taking advantage of the RFID tags being put on plants, packages, um, and was wondering who was going to do it and kind of implored me to do it, which is kind of how we got started. So how it got to Megan is I started reaching out because I'm based in Maryland to Maryland cultivators. And I was lucky enough to come uh, face to face with uh, Megan and she's been a godsend ever since. And Megan, you, you were saying how you thought this might be helpful. I know that uh, Dave, when he came to you, he probably explained how RFID worked, but what were your biggest challenges, pain points that you were having just working with the metric tags without any kind of tools to actually read the RFID inlays that are inside all of the the metric uh, tags yeah so it was a very uh labor intensive process before we got outlaw into the building we basically had to do everything the old-fashioned way on pen and with pen and paper so for example when we harvested our rooms of 800 to a thousand plants we were individually writing down the last active digits of the metric tag and then recording the weight on lists of paper. And then after we had all the plants pulled down, I then had the wonderful job of inputting each one of those tags 
each one of those lines of data individually into metrics. So we literally spent hours on top of a full harvest day inputting the metric data because that was the only way we had to do it. Um, same with things like plant moves or inventories. Uh, when we moved plants, we would have to write the tags down or make sure, you know, double and triple check that we actually moved what we were supposed to move and we didn't get any stragglers or we didn't miss any. And then for inventories, I would spend in one, our, one of our largest rooms holds, at the time it held up to 1,100 plants. And I would go in there and it would take me a, bit, a minimum of a half a day just to inventory the room because I was touching every metric tag, reading the tag number and highlighting it on the inventory list in order to ensure that the plant was in the room it was supposed to be in. So it was hours and hours of manpower and labor that was just killing us. Now that you guys have the outlaw tools, how long would you say it takes you on average to, you know, complete your harvest, get that data into metric, and then do those same sorts of room audits? Yeah, so harvest is, it's basically recording the data real time. We're scanning the plant tag and it's recording the weight since the harvest tablet is connected to our scale. So there's really no added time to our harvest. So if we have, if our harvest day is on Wednesday and we plan on harvesting from 7 a.m. to 5 in the afternoon, we know the, that by the time 5 o'clock rolls around, all the plants have been documented. All we need to do is double check them in the outlaw back end to make sure that, you know, everything came through correctly. And as long as that happens, it's a click of a button and boom, it's in metric. So it's, I mean... Compared to spending three, four hours inputting individual weight, that's a large savings of time. <laughs> um, and with audit, I mean, we went from that room that I gave the example of that can hold up to 1,100 plants at, at that time. You know, it was taking me at least a half a day. So you're talking four hours plus to inventory that room. Whereas now my team can go downstairs in our facility to that room and inventory it in probably less than 15 minutes. Wow. And Dave, when you first went to G-Leaf and met with Megan, what were your first thoughts? What, what did you see that you knew we could do and help them with immediately? And which technology did, did you then decide needed to be, to be developed first? In fairness, I knew I didn't know the cannabis industry at all. Obviously, I have the expertise in the in the RFID side of the business, so I knew the tags were on the plants, and I knew generally how it works. So Megan was kind enough to kind of walk me through how things went from room to room, from veg to flower. Obviously, the harvest process and then post production. So what was helpful is is we had a willing partner that's saying we need help. So when Megan was telling me about the four and five hours of after harvest typing that she did, I felt First, I felt bad for her. <laughs> Second, I felt like I should fix this. So we started building it out. Our CTO, Justin, uh, and I really worked heavily on 
with Megan's team, look, we realized coming in, we weren't the cannabis experts. Megan and her team were. So I think the value is having partners and really learning from those that deal with the day-to-day was critical. So we would come back and say, what do you think of this? No, I don't like that, Dave. And then we would come back again and again. But what we ended up doing is really honing in on something that they could use very effectively and more importantly, train their team so if if Stevie was out, there was uh you know our first the first groups that were in there you know it changes obviously so we need to make sure the tools we had would work well but really where G Leaf's been invaluable is just that feedback and we've taken that not only for the harvest but they've also helped on our Desperado handhelds for the plant side and we've also worked with them on our Maverick dispensary so G Leaf has been one of those touchstones for us that is just invaluable. And about how long did you actually spend in development and getting their feedback? Uh, until Outlaw released its first uh, system? I would say from beginning to end, we'll just say Megan, probably about three months or so. So we were back and forth quite a bit. We would come and see Megan and their GM at the time, Jim, and you know we'd get input and then disappear for a period of time while we worked on what it should work, how it should work. So once we got it going, like I said, I think the we learned early on that what you do is you build a system, have the customer like Megan G Leaf test it multiple times. So we made sure that multiple harvests has occurred so that way when we finally quote unquote launched it to others, which we did obviously, um, that we knew things were gonna be rock solid. So Megan, if you had to go back in time and enter this industry again, would you be willing to do it without automation tools like you currently have? Oh, that's a hard one. I would say no only because i know what they can do now so being a multi-state operator we do have operations that we aren't able to use outlaw in them and let's just say my staff up there is very jealous of the other locations that do do have outlaw and and can use you know can leverage their technology yeah and i would say to add on to that i think the key thing is and it's funny we've heard from other customers that, that use our tool sets some have said that megan whether it's like if i didn't have this i wouldn't i wouldn't do this again i wouldn't jump into this um we uh, so i think the nice thing about it is hopefully we're fitting that need of just that data capture more importantly though is like i said we've been looking at and uh, back to g leaf they've been helpful as we started developing our dispensary solution which is really a newer offering and the intent there was, you know, again, inventory becoming critical. And now that Maryland's adult use, yay, yay, um, that's even getting more pronounced and more of a challenge for these folks. So, you know, I think with customers like G Leaf, we've been able to, we outlaw, been able to take advantage of their knowledge, but more importantly, having them tell us specifically what the problem points are. Because those that do day in and day out the work that Megan and the team does, are by far the best person for us to learn from and and understand what we need to build. Yeah, and to jump in off of that too, it's been a great relationship between G-Leaf and Outlaw in developing these tools because we've always kept the lines of communication open of, you know, if if the G-Leaf staff was using, say, the Harvest tablet and, you know, they see this button isn't working or that function isn't really necessary, We'd rather have this outlaws than very willing to, you know, adjust things to work for the cannabis industry rather than, you know, just kind of making a generic tool that can hopefully do most of the things you want, but isn't going to really help drastically because cannabis is so different than other industries or other manufacturing. 
Yeah, and honestly, Megan, just chiming off that is, I think one of the big things that I do recall from our history together, it's been long and wonderful, by the way, but the one thing was Virginia. So when Virginia, you guys moved forward on Virginia with a license, obviously it was a non-metric state, and I know this is a metric focus, but it was almost challenging for both of us to figure out, you know, how do we track things? How do we manage these things effectively? So in partnership with, say, Dutchie at the time, you know, I think we were able to accomplish it, which was... One of those curveballs, which is, hey, Dave, can the Outlaw team figure this out for us? <laughs> so, I mean, that's that was an interesting one for us, and I think it's proven to be successful. It is a much-loved tool in Virginia as well. <laughs> yeah, in fact, Bree's been down there several times. So, yeah, I bring that up because, look, I think this industry is evolving quickly. Um, we all know that at times we'll get changes from the state. Megan might get something saying, hey, in Ohio, we need to do this or Maryland that. You know, just like the recent Maryland launch, you know, there were some changes that occur and, you know, we all have to be adaptable. We have to be ready to make these changes. Um, and fortunately, I think we've we've tried our best to be there for our customers um, because at the end of the day, this is not static. This industry changes, if not monthly, sometimes weekly. You know, it's 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 been an interesting ride. GLEAF has been a fantastic partner in this because you do get back to us. We don't have our own grow. We don't have our own processing facility. We don't have dispensary. So we rely on your input and we try to make the changes that we can do across the board uh, that'll work everywhere we are, which is basically coast to coast. Speaking of which, you're the compliance director for all of G-Leaf, correct, Megan? Yeah. So how, how does the process or the compliance rules Obviously, in metric states, they're very similar, but do most places work pretty much the same way from a compliance perspective? I would say that they do. Most states, they have some sort of, they either have a state-contracted seed-to-sale system or they require you to use some sort of seed-to-sale system, even if it's not contracted by the state. So they And they are always heavily focused on ensuring that you're tracking your inventory. They want to see that you're, you know, keeping up with moving things around when moving things around of, you know, if a package moves from your lab processing area to your vault, it is also moving electronically, not just physically. So they, they want to make sure that that's happening and, and that you're staying on top of your, your inventory. So it's, there's little nuances in every state, but generally speaking, they are very, very on top of inventory. They're very on top of um, making sure the product is where it's supposed to be. Yeah. One other question I was going to ask you, and that was a good one, Hans, but I'm curious, now that you have metric states and non-metric states, you know, what's your thought? Again, the podcast is calling metric, making metric easy. The question I have is, is, you know, what is your thoughts on metric? I mean, we've we is we've become big fans. Obviously, we work very closely because it's a very nice structured system. But I mean, you've dealt with the other systems out there. What's your take on metric? Metric kind of near and dear to my heart since I started in Maryland. Uh, that was the system that I learned first. And I will be honest, I haven't learned the other systems as in depth as I know metric, but in working with the other system in the other systems that we do have and in in communicating with my staff that does deal with them on a day-to-day basis metric of the three systems that gleaf uses metric is the most user-friendly it is the most 
easy to, you know, see your data in and find your data that you're looking for. It's it's just very simple in a good way. It's, you know, here's your data. This is the information you, that you need and that, you know, your state requires or things like that. And it's streamlined. It's very easy to use. And, you know, it's it's not, it, at this point, they have improved upon it to where there is not, you know, glitches and, and major outages or anything happening like either they had they, they have had in the very beginning or, you know, other systems have had that we've experienced. So I, I really like metrics uh, of the systems that I've used. Right now, GLEAF uses uh, metric, we use MJ Freeway, and we use Dutchie and or LeafLogics. Depending on how long you've been with them, you might know them by LeafLogics, but they're Dutchie now. Um, so yeah, of those three systems, I would definitely put metric as my number one. That's good to hear. Uh, because again, <laughs> what we hear, well, look, we're coast to coast. We've got customers in a lot of different states, in non-metric states like Virginia, for example. But, you know, the same kind of thing. We hear certain folks that just, you know, ham and haw and, you know, hate it, this and that. But part of it is, look, and I refer to it, or we at Outlaw sometimes refer to it as the DMV of cannabis. Look, just like you have to register your car, your registration, you know, license plates, it's a similar thing. It just happens to be a plant. So I always view it as, look, you need some system of record to be keeping track of things, especially with the market moving from, say, the gray market to more of this, you know, legalization that we're all striving for. And really, I think, you know, I've always seen metric as kind of like keeping people in line and making sure that everybody has the same set of rules. You know what I mean? If everyone's playing by different rules, it makes it very hard. But if you know the guy down the street is having to do the same thing you are, yeah, it's it's painful, but we're all living it together. So anyhow, I was just curious your take. I figured it would be something along that lines. Yeah, and and also to add to that too for metric, it's also very easy to train people how to use it. So our new employees or uh, and things like that that we need to show like, you know, this is how you move plants. This is how you create a package. This is how you do this function. This is how you look up a sale. It, it's very like I said earlier, it's very user-friendly and straightforward, so it's very easy to train on, whereas other systems take a little bit more time and a little bit more like, am I doing this right? Am I not? I'm not sure. I hope I don't click on the wrong thing. So, Meg, it's almost like when you click the pound, the ton button. I remember yeah. when you had an issue where you submitted a, uh, was it a harvest that came in in tons? Yeah, some of the, that that is one aspect of metric that is a little makes it makes life a little interesting sometimes is it's easy to click the wrong thing but it's also fairly easy to fix no i'm so, only saying that kidding that, you because i remember i remember early on you and i talking you're like i can remember when i actually submitted tons i'm like wow that must have surprised the state of maryland yeah that that one that one threw off the system a little bit <laughs> metrics a, a fantastic tool obviously for compliance and regulatory reasons but as I'm sure you know, all of our other customers have come to know as well, what it can really be leveraged for is just keeping track of the inventory because that is money and it needs to be tracked. And we're seeing the companies out there that are doing regular audits, regular inventory. They're the ones who know what's going on. They're the ones who are surviving even as the prices drop in some states because they're treating the plant like a true asset like money and i'm sure have you what kind of experience have you had with that i know you're in charge of compliance but does the 
Does your CFO also take a look at uh, all the audit reports and everything that's coming out of uh, Outlaw that we're able to compile from you from Metric? Uh, yeah. So, like you said, you know, I'm in compliance. So, you know, I kind of stay away from the finance numbers because you know, me and math don't always get along. But we do, <laughs> my team and I, we do, you know, bare minimum in all of our markets, we have to do monthly audits. And per regulations, which also allows us to send those monthly audits to our finance teams who can then in turn use them for, you know, how much merchandise we have available, what, you know, and kind of help build out all of the the finance related data. It, it's definitely helpful. We do send um, audit reports to them. We will go into metric and get them data. We have trained some of the finance people to be able to pull uh, reports out of metric. I don't think we have any of them in the outlaw back end, but we can send them anything they need whenever they want it. So uh, it, it definitely has been a helpful tool for helping kind of close the loop between inventory audits and compliance and the finance side of things and, you know, the, the costs of our product and what we have on hand. Megan, do you find yourself, you know, you mentioned the monthly audit requirement, but, you know, obviously we all know that if there's a discrepancy, you might not want to have to deal with 30 days worth of discrepancies. Uh, <laughs> how frequently how frequently do you guys find yourselves taking advantage of the tools? Um, Yeah. So, like I said, we're pretty much most states regulation-wise, we're required to do audits uh, once a month. However, Depending on the state, we do it a little differently, but essentially our production facilities as far as cultivation, so that would be in Pennsylvania, Maryland, and Virginia, uh, we do audits almost weekly of different rooms. So we're constantly auditing, you know, you can walk into our facility on any given day and someone's probably doing an audit of a room, at least one of the rooms. So whether it's you know, uh, our veg room, whether it's a flower room, it could be our packaging vault, you know, they're, we're constantly using the tool. I would say it gets used at minimum once a week for at least one, one or more rooms, depending on how many we're running at the time. That's awesome. And what's been your experience? You know, of course, you know, the RFID tags are in those facilities, you know, provided by metric or rather you source them from metric. In your experience, when you've seen auditors come in, what does an audit look like for your team? Are you seeing them leverage that same technology? What's been in your experience? Uh, so our MCA has actually gotten their own RF guns that they're able to use to uh, inventory our rooms. They, I know they tested them out early on in the program and then they their RF guns kind of disappeared for a while, um, but they bring them back every now and again. Uh, we don't see them often, but they will, if they bring those in, they will check a room and we kind of have to work with them because, you know, their sensitivity may be set too high and they're reading through walls and things like that. So, so we've run into that with them a couple times, which is just, you know, hey, we use something similar. You just have to turn your sensitivity down it seems like, and I don't know what what they use on their side, but it seems like they may or may not be able to pull the whole room or maybe the way that theirs shows up, it doesn't tell them, hey, these extra plants, 
you know, should be in F2, flower room two, instead of flower room one that you're scanning. I don't know what kind of information that their system gives them. But they have done that before with their their RF guns. And then, uh, but the, sometimes they will come in and just ask to, you know, they'll come in with a list of a handful of packages. Hey, can you locate package 5674? It should be a blue cheese free roll package and we'll go down in our vaults and see if we can find physically find it for them man it sounds like we, we need to help the state it. of maryland <laughs> <laughs> hey maybe maybe you need to get in touch with them you know i know home their their stuff in a little bit which if they do come in with a list of you know packages or plants to find the outlaw gun does come in handy because we can then use that seek and find feature that you guys built in to quickly locate a plant in a room of 800 plants or a package in our vault that has, you know, over 200 packages in it and all the boxes look the same. So it's definitely been helpful for that as well. It sounds like we should at least train the state of Maryland in how to use the handhelds properly. Work it. We'll work on that, Hans. I'll work on that. <laughs> we, perfect, perfect. we try to help them out a little bit when they come in and, and have some issues. <laughs> uh, I think it sounds like you got better training than they did. Speaking of which, so how has your training experience been with Outlaw as we onboarded you way back when? I know you've been on board a long time, but we also do refreshers <laughs> for you every once in a while. And I know you've dealt a lot with Bree on the customer service side. How how is that compared with some of the other vendors in the industry? Really across the board of the vendors that I've kind of witnessed or been able to deal with, a lot of the vendors that we deal with have actually been like, they're very responsive. We've had, we've had good luck with vendors so far, and I'm going to knock on some wood just so I don't jinx us. But, you know, I very much have appreciated Outlaw's willingness to communicate with us and and keep us in the loop with things and you know if you guys have updates that you're doing we you know you guys are letting us know way ahead of time and so we know it's coming and um but yeah to training our people I mean it's pretty it's pretty straightforward and simple it's you know it's kind of like metric you only have a handful of buttons here's how you do a, a flower inventory here's how you do the you know a vault inventory or you know, here's how you use the seek and find feature and, you know, here's how you upload it uh, as far as the handheld's concerned and harvest tablet, same thing, you know, don't unplug it from the scale, keep that plugged in and just put it, keep pushing your button, your, your two buttons that you have to push and, and you'll be golden. And, and it's been, it's been very user-friendly and very straightforward. And our team, I don't think we've had anyone that's like, I don't understand how to use this thing. It's too, you know, complex or anything like that. So it's been been a very easy process to train staff how to use it. We always like to joke internally that we've tried to make our solutions uh, stoner proof. You know, don't forget who's using the tools in cultivation at dispensary. And again, make our tools accessible and easy to train on for folks. You know, unfortunately, we do see a lot of turnover in the industry. So, you know, we want to make sure everyone that joins the team, you know, can be onboarded on the tools and take advantage of the um, efficiencies of them as soon as possible. I think you succeeded. (laughs) Thank you, Megan. So if people want to buy G-Leaf products, what states are you actually in? 
So we operate, like you said in the beginning, we are a multi-state operator. So we have, I'll kind of run through the states that we're in and what we have in those states. Uh, people can, you know, look us up online to find specific locations near their area. Uh, but we have, I will go from north to south. We'll do that. Uh, we have a dispensary in Ohio. We have a grow processor operation in Pennsylvania. In Maryland, we have at least one of each of the licenses. So we have a cultivation license, a processor license, and we also have two dispensaries that are, you know, fantastic. By the way, Maryland just went adult use so, uh, a few days ago. So Ooh. if anybody's in Maryland, please come visit. Uh, we will gladly take care of you. And we also have a vertically integrated uh, facility in Virginia, which was the Virginia requirement. So we have a facility that is cultivation, lab processing, and dispensary all in one. We also have three satellite dispensaries spread out in our um, health service area in Virginia. So if you just look us up um, you right now for our locations, you can go to gleaf.com to find us. Uh, to find each location, and we have it split up by states. You just pick your state, and it'll tell you where you can go. Awesome. And Bree, do you want to ask our final question? Yes. Yeah, so, Megan, our final question for all of our guests is we always want to know who is your favorite outlaw, and it can, of course, be anyone from history, fictional, non-fictional, artist, singer, whoever. Okay. I went with... Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean. Ooh, that's a good one. It is a good one. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Megan. It was great having you here, and it's been great working with you all these years. And I'm sure all of us look forward to working with you for many more. Yeah, it's been great working with you guys. I can't. I can't wait to see what the future holds, and you know, I'm, I'm holding out for for may, maybe that manifest tool that hopefully is it's coming, coming it's coming trust me it's coming, coming. It's coming. <laughs> and no i i very much appreciate you guys and you guys have made my life a whole lot easier these last couple of years and and my team too i'm sure they would they would say the same so we appreciate you guys and and thanks for the opportunity thanks megan's thank you The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast, republication, or retransmission of this program without proper consent is prohibited.